Have you ever found yourself in a place in life where you are totally overextended and have way too many irons in the fire? Oh, my friends, I am no stranger to the dangers of overextending ourselves. Hi everyone, this is Shelley Hollis with Shine Ministries. Thanks for joining me today for Study, Practice, Teach. We're going to continue with our study of 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And last week we were focusing in on verse 12, where Paul was talking about the dangers of classing, comparing, and commending ourselves to other people. And remember that Paul was just really tired of other teachers in the city of Corinth just bragging on themselves and commending themselves and comparing themselves to the Apostle Paul. So he was addressing the harmful effects of comparisons and classing people. Well, today we're going to pick up in verse 13 and maybe even go through verse verse 15, as Paul addresses this issue of overextending ourselves. Have you ever just had too many things going on in your life? And maybe you've even suffered physical impacts from that. When we get too many things going and our schedule is jammed packed from hour to hour without any downtime, we can seriously have health impacts like raise blood pressure, raise stress levels, and just not having a peace in our lives. So the things that Paul talks about in verses 13 through 15 really are some amazing spiritual principles to live our lives by. And he is warning us of the dangers of overextending ourselves beyond some boundaries that God has given us. I do know about overextending myself. I work a full-time job and it requires extensive travel. So I'm very accustomed to 12-hour days sometimes. And then I go to church at Underwood Baptist Church, and I love my home church, and I love to serve there as much as I can. I teach a women's class on Sunday morning. Uh, Sometimes I do online Bible study classes. There are some other activities I'm involved in, like I, I lead the women's ministry at Underwood. Then there are some various committees that I serve on from time to time. Well, those are all really great things, but when you think about my full-time job and those activities, plus my family, then sometimes I have put myself in a position where I just had too much going on, and I was living a very high-stress lifestyle. So when I read 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 13 through 15, it was like a punch in the gut. Like God was warning me, you really need to draw a circle around some of the things that you're doing and really be obedient to me about the things that you say yes to. So my Bible pretty much kind of falls open these days to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 because I've studied this so much because it was God speaking through the Holy Spirit to me. And I love how God's word does that. Take a look at verse 13 in chapter 10 of 2 Corinthians. It says this, but we will not boast beyond our measure, but within the measure of the sphere which God apportioned to us as a measure to reach even as far as you. And I love that phrase in the first line of verse 13, but we will not boast beyond our measure. 
God really has drawn a circle around us. And when we are obedient to Him and serving in ways and saying yes to things that are within this sphere that He has given to us to have some influence and to have some activities going on, then when we're serving there, we are very effective and we are at peace with the things that we're doing. It's when we step outside of those boundaries, outside of that sphere, that we get overextended. And so I want us to think about just some very practical things and some ways to stay within the circle of influence or within the sphere, as Paul put it, uh, to stay in bounds of the things that God has given us. So this is something that's not new. All of us have heard the saying, it's impossible to please everyone. That is so true. Some of us are so infected with the disease to please that we're afraid to say no when someone comes to us and asks us to help with a project or to lead something at church. Or some of our friends sometimes can come and ask us to do things for them that really would overextend it extend us, but we are so afraid of saying no because we might displease someone or make someone angry, we often say yes when we should not. When I think about that disease to please, I I think about what Paul told us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9. Paul tells us, therefore, we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. See, we need to put God at the top of our list of the people that we please. As a matter of fact, he's the only one we need to please. When we put that as our ambition or as our aim, as Paul puts it, when we have God as uh, at the top of our priority list, then other things tend to fall in place. Now, it's still true. We're not going to be able to please everyone. But when we aim to please God, then the things within our circle or within our sphere, they will just automatically fall into place because when we are obedient to the Holy Spirit, God is going to work out those details. And Paul, he's really no stranger to to God directing him into areas where he is supposed to serve, which is really what he's addressing in these verses. He's telling those teachers, I'm not overextending into your territory. I'm staying within the boundaries that God gave me. But you know what? There was a time recorded in Acts chapter 16 where Paul says, you know what? The Holy Spirit, he said we could not go into Asia. He was forbidding us to go into Asia. And Paul was obedient to that. So think about applying that principle to your life. If you will listen carefully to what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do, there will be times when someone presents a great opportunity to you But for whatever reason, the Holy Spirit may speak to your spirit and say, you know what, Shelly, you need to say no to that activity. You don't want to overextend yourself. You want to honor your first priorities. So please don't confuse that command to love with the disease to please. When you are obedient to your boundaries, you become very effective in the assignments that God has given you. And speaking of assignments, not all of them are yours. (laughs) You can feel free to say no to some things that are presented to you. When we are presented with an opportunity 
Sometimes our natural default setting is to just jump at it and say yes. Well, when we do that, when we say yes to every opportunity that comes knocking on our door, then we tend to overextend ourselves. We all have different gifts given to us by the Holy Spirit. We also have different talents that we have been blessed with, and we want to use those to serve the kingdom of God. That's what they were given to us for, so that we could edify the body of Christ. And I'm so glad that all of us have different gifts that were given to us. However, when you start saying yes to everything, then you almost snatch up all of the opportunities that are out there. Here is the power of saying no. Number one, you're going to stay within the bounds God gave you. Number two, when you say no, it opens a door of opportunity for someone else to come in and serve. Someone else who maybe has just been kind of standing in the background saying, man, I wish somebody would ask me to do this or that because, man, they have that desire in them. Well, if we are the ones constantly saying yes, we might steal their opportunity. And also, some of us get into the cycle of almost being a martyr. We say yes, we say yes. It makes us feel important and it makes us feel needed. But yet then we go around and complain about how busy we are. Oh my goodness, I, that's, that's a trap all of us can get pulled into, that martyr syndrome. Well, don't fall for that. You know what? That also can breed uh, a cycle of dependency. You know, when you say yes to everything, especially to your family members, to your children, to your family at church, when you say yes to everything, then, oh, okay, we can just always ask this person because he or she will always say yes, and they become super dependent on you. Well, that might be fun for a little while, and it might make you feel important, but over time, that's going to wear you out. And again, when you say no, you will possibly open an opportunity for someone else who would love to serve and might have gifts and talents in that area. Also, when I think about you know, thinking about the opportunities that we, ha- that we have before we do accept that responsibility, before we say yes, let's think about what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 37. Jesus said, but let your statement be yes, yes, or no, no. Well, I love that in relation to what we're talking about here, because when we uh, accept a responsibility and we say yes to it, We need to honor that commitment. So before I say yes to something, I really need to take a moment and pray about it. I need to have some space between the asking and the response that I give. If I automatically say yes without praying about it, without even thinking about it, thinking about the impact it's going to have on my schedule, then I might when I get back to reality, regret that I said yes. And I might feel resentful that someone else is stealing my time. So before you say yes, just put a pause in there so you can pray about it. You don't want to have to go back to that person and say, you know what, I said yes, but I can't fulfill the responsibility. Nor do you want to say yes and then only half-heartedly Uh, present what you've done. You want your yes to be your best yes. You don't want to be a sloppy yes or less than your best work, less than your best passion. So if you can't say yes, then feel free. As Jesus said, let your yes be yes or your no be no. If you can't do it or the Holy Spirit is saying don't do it, 
let your no be no. The rest of that verse in Matthew 5, 37 says, anything beyond this, these is of evil. So remember that before you say yes, take a pause. Now, I want to go on a little bit into 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 14. It says here, for we are not overextending ourselves. I could just stop right there. I would love for you to say that out loud at home. If you were in my class at Underwood Baptist Church, I would have you say that out loud. Let me say it one more time. For we are not overextending ourselves as if we did not reach to you. For we were the first to come, even as far as you in the gospel of Christ. Verse 15, not boasting beyond our measure, that is, in other men's labors, but with the hope that as your faith grows, we will be within our sphere enlarged even more by you. See, Paul is saying, I'm not overextending into anyone's territory. I'm not building on anyone else's work. But imagine yourself in the center of a circle that's just drawn on the floor. And within that circle are the things God has put into your territory. These are the projects. These are the people. These are the priorities that he wants you to work on. Paul is saying, I'm not going to boast beyond that. It's when you step out of that circle, beyond the boundaries God has given you, that's when trouble starts. That's when your schedule gets way too full. So don't boast beyond the sphere that God has given to you. And here's what can happen. It's almost like magic, but it's not magic. It's a spiritual principle. When you are faithful to the things that God has given to you within your circle, your circle grows. Because you have been faithful in small things, God will grow your territory. It will happen through the power of Jesus Christ. And look at what Paul said. He said the way he's going to be enlarged is through other people. It's at the end of verse 15. It says that um, we will be within our sphere enlarged even more by you. So when you pour your knowledge and your talents and your gifts and your time, oh my goodness, when you pour your time into the priorities that are within your circle of influence, that is the sweet spot. That's where God wants you to be. See, there's so much wisdom and so much discernment that needs to happen so that you know where that circle is. If you overestimate your circle, I guarantee you are going to overextend yourself and you're not going to be able to serve your highest priorities. If I had you write down what your highest priorities are, I'm sure most of you would say, my relationship with Jesus Christ is number one. My family is number two. And then beyond that, I don't know what your priorities are. But if the way you're spending your time and your gifts if they're not focused on your highest priorities, then you're not walking your walk with integrity. You're only talking the talk. So stay within the boundaries that God has given you. It is for our protection. My goodness, what great principles to live by there in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Thanks so much for joining me today. I would love for you to visit my website. It's ShellyHollis.com, S-H-E-L-L-Y h-o-l-l-i-s.com or visit me on facebook it's facebook.com backslash shine ministries one thanks again for joining me today i hope to run into you on social media or again you can go to my website and leave some comments there i hope you have a blessed week i'm living expectantly are you